Coming to you live from the Windy City. That's right, Norman, Oklahoma. And this is Burgers and Brats with your host, Braxton Poe and Matt Morris. Welcome back. It's Eva Spring Break. We got Jacob Clements with us again. It's great to be back, y'all. I'm really pumped out this podcast. Yeah, you better be. We got a lot to talk about. We got Odell Beckham going to the Browns with Jarvis Ooh. Landry and Baker Mayfield. That, that's something special. Though the Giants, after saying they were not going to trade Odell earlier in this year, they traded for a first, a third round, first and a third round, and um, Peppers. So, I mean, that's a pretty good trade deal. I still think the Browns won that trade by a mile, but at least the Giants got something out of it. Yeah, Browns tweeted out today that for the first time since 2008, they're not going to have a first-round pick, and I think that's okay with them. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, like, I'm really... I really think John Dorsey is a legitimate candidate for GM of the Year, especially after the trades that he's pulled off. I think that he is clearly trying to follow the Kansas City model that he had um, and build it in Cleveland. Um, I think I I do not think Baker will experience a sophomore slump with this roster. Yeah, every year John Dorsey just knows who to draft. He got Patrick Mahomes, drafted Baker Mayfield, now he's got Odell. That trio is just or Jarvis Landry, Odell, and Baker is just going to be unstoppable next year. Plus, you still have Nick Chubb, too. And Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. They have Kareem Hunt. We'll see how many games he's suspended, but that's still a weapon whenever he gets back. Oh, yeah. They've got depth. And, you know, I think all these moves, they are going to win their division. Hands down, they're the clear favorites. 7-1 seven, seven to one odds to win the division. I really think, though, they're going to uh, – obviously, they're going to win their division, in my opinion. I think that right now, that um, just based off of rosters alone, there are three – Teams that I think have a legitimate shot to represent the AFC um, in the Super Bowl. Patriots, obviously. I mean, you can't count on Tom Brady, unfortunately. You know, you have the Chiefs, who, you know, if it weren't for NFL overtime rules, then, you know, we probably would have had a little bit more exciting Super Bowl. And third, the Browns. I think the Browns do have a very good chance to make the AFC Championship. Oh, yeah, but before the Odell trade, they had a 25-1 to odds to winning the Super Bowl. As soon as they got Odell, it jumped to 14 to 1, third best in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Plus, they already had Jarvis Landry, too. That is a lethal wide receiver core. And their stocks, so they may get Demetrius Harris um, yeah. from Kansas City. And so, you know, adding that in, you know, that could be pretty big. Yeah, they've got tons of weapons. Jarvis Landry and Odell were teammates in. They were teammates in high school? No, they were Did, in. Um, LSU. They went to separate high schools, but they were teammates so, at LSU. Definitely LSU. And then their wide receivers coach they had at LSU is the receivers coach at the Browns. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a great fit for Odell and Jarvis Landry. They're, that's that's a contender right Who there. Who would have thought now, after an offseason, that Browns fans are actually excited for a new season to start? Just I mean, two years ago, they were 0-16 throwing a parade. A year ago, we wouldn't have even had this conversation. Anyone talks about the Browns, like, a year ago winning, you know, going to the playoffs even, like, you know, people would have probably laughed at your face and told you you were crazy. Oh, yeah, it's a joke. It would have been a joke back then, but now you've got... It's legitimate. Now you got Baker and Odell as like top three position players on their um, for the NFL now completely. Mm-hmm. Baker's Baker's gonna have an MVP season next year. He already did his rookie season, so let's hope he doesn't have a sophomore slump. Twenty seven touchdowns for a rookie. I mean that's impressive, and he should have won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, but I think you know, and that was with just Landry, yeah. and you know OBJ coming in. You know, wide receiver is a legitimate deep threat. That's gonna make it even better. Yeah, they still got Njoku and Callaway will be in his second season, so that'll help a lot. Mm-hmm. And just the backfield with Nick Chubb, 
Rookie of the um, Month awards, many of them, and then Cream Hunt. Oh yeah. That whenever he serves his suspension and comes back, that just adds major depth to them. And I mean, even then, like that trade that the Browns made, that is a huge win for John Dorsey and the Browns. Um, you know, giving up the number seventeen and the uh, number number ninety five overall picks with Jabril Peppers. Um, New York, if any of y'all are listening right now who are Giants fans, I don't know why your GM made that trade. That might have been the biggest fleece that we have seen all year. <laughs> it, it is, but at least they got something out of it. Yeah, they got something, but I mean, you know, OBJ. Yeah. Like, that's an X factor. The Giants will have, what, two first round picks. So, I mean, you look, they're saying Dwayne Haskins probably. A lot of, you know, guys saying that he'll be the one to go to New York. And then you get you get a you get a wide receiver, bam. You know you have a really young team to go with Saquon Barkley. It's not like their season's already you know down the chute. I mean, obviously, I think it'll be Cowboys and Eagles. You know, Redskins aren't going anywhere, and I think the Giants are still in decline. But they've got to now rebuild, and we'll see how long Eli Manning stays. Because obviously, I mean, yeah, they're committed to him. He'll start, but he won't finish the season as their quarterback, of I, course. I yeah. don't understand why they're keeping Eli Manning. They they still got Sterling Shepard, so that's still good at the receiver position. Saquon Saquon's gonna get seventy touches a game, so oh, yeah. he's just gonna be worn out by the halftime. Man, if you have Saquon on your fantasy team next year, you are gonna be getting a buttload of points. Until they stack the box with twelve guys. True. <laughs> Maybe I mean, might as well. I mean, depending on, you know, some of the teams in the NFL, you know, that could be two games in, that could be, you know, eight games in. So Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, I think they should move on from Eli Manning for sure. Draft, draft Haskins or Kyler Murray or Drew Locke, one of them. Just move on from Eli Manning. I mean, honestly, Eli should follow his brother's model and just go open up a Papa John's franchise. <laughs> Got no words to that. <laughs> really have no words to that. But also, some, we had some other big news. I mean, moving on. Yeah, Braxton, you want to bring it up? What, what, what happened last night? I'm texting you. It's late night watching TV. And all of a sudden, yeah, I'm watching Scott breaking Van Pelt. news on TV when Scott Van Pelt's talking, what happened? Levon, Le'Veon Bell decides to ruin his career and go to the Jets for four years, only $52 million? Man, man, man what does that dude think? Ruined his career. That Why just ruined his pay career. Cut? To join the Jets, he was he was offered seventy million last year to play for the Steelers. Thought he'd sit out a year. He'll be back. He'll be great. He'll be the highest paid running back in the league for sure. No, fifty million dollars. You look at it from the Jets, and there's got to be some hype. You have Sam Darnold, who is he did well towards the end of the season. He started okay? he started, started doing well. better. You, now you've got Le'Veon Bell, and then wide receiver you've got Robbie Anderson. I mean, they've got some young pieces, and they did really well towards the end of the season. So, you got to feel pretty good if you're the Jets. But, yeah, for Le'Veon, that just, he yes, he left money on the table. And a lot of people are saying, yeah, you kind of screwed up. $20 million. Yeah, honestly, like, if I were him, like, I would have at least, like, entertained. I mean, I have no idea how many offers he entertained at all. But, like, if Houston came calling, especially, because they definitely had the cap space to sign him. And that could have been where he could have plugged in and, you know, made a good run in the AFC. I think that if Houston had come calling, he really should have considered them more. Yeah, but I heard many teams didn't really offer him. At least they didn't offer him much. If he would have played that year with the Steelers, I'm sure he would have got been one of the highest paid running backs in the league for sure. Oh, yeah. I want to uh, correct something that I just said. So the, I said the Jets did better as the end of the season. They actually ended their season <laughs> on a three-game slide. But in my head, 
You remember that Packers game? They back looked and better. forth. Yeah. They looked better. They looked better. But yeah, they ended on a three-game slide and actually, uh, yeah, really had one win in their last like nine games. Hey, so it did not look good. <laughs> but let me tell you this: backtracking though, you had Le'Veon Bell. I think the Jets are the only team in that division that can try to chase the Patriots. I think it's still going to be the Patriots division. You know, they're still going to have that division. But I think the Jets are the one team because I don't see the Dolphins or the Bills really being as competitive. as. But I really do think the Jets are going to be the one team that can compete and try to take it away from the Patriots. Even though, yes, they were 4-12 dead last, this is a big upgrade. This will help change and give Sam Darnold more time. He'll continue to develop. You have Robbie Anderson who's done a really good job. So I think this is the team. Yes, the Bills have made some moves. We'll see what the Dolphins continue to do. But Mm -hmm. I'm saying that competing against the Patriots – I think the Jets can give them a run. We'll see how much they do with it next year. I mean, I was going to say as well, um, you know, relating to, you know, how the Jets did in the last slide, uh, a couple points here. I mean, they couldn't have done as bad as Washington, who started Tressway at quarterback. Um, <laughs> but, you know, as well, like... Shots fired Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, yeah shots fired <laughs> <But> like, Stephen A. <laughs> but, like, let's be real here. I mean, like, I do agree with you. Like, they looked better. Um, you know, I think Le'Veon is obviously a great addition for them. You know, depending on how they draft this uh, this year in the draft, um, you know, I do agree with you. I think they could make a good run at the Patriots. However, I mean, Tom Brady, like, you know, that division like is basically his. So yeah. I think, but like, I think the Jets, you know, could kind of be potentially more like where the Browns were this what past season. Yeah, they finished 4 and 12 last year. So, they'll definitely get 7 and whatever. They'll win yeah. 7 games now. But Le'Veon he is the X factor. It's still the Jets. They're still awful. But Le'Veon does add that X factor. Well, they're not the worst team in New York, let's be real that's, here. That's so. true, not anymore. Yeah. But I saw that Le'Veon Bell had 86 catches his last season in Pittsburgh and then all the Jets um, running backs combined had 65. So, he's going to help them receiving and running. He's that major X factor, but one team in that division, if Miami can get a quarterback, Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins, I think they can definitely compete in that division for sure. They what? They were nine and seven last year, so I think they can add, they can definitely add a few more wins, especially against seven the Jets. And nine. Seven and nine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I just my thing is I don't see Miami having as many pieces to trade to get up as into like the Kyler range because you know now like especially uh, after OU's pro day, which I know we're going to talk about here in a moment. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, they could uh, pretty easily get in the uh, Dwayne Haskins range, especially, you know, how we saw Dorsey Fleece New York um, like that. So yeah. I think that they could try and get that Dwayne Haskins range, especially, you know, in a draft that doesn't have as many quarterbacks. And so I think that Miami could make a good run at it, but they're going to have to put some interesting pieces together to make it work. Yeah, my, my, Miami's got the 13th pick. Yeah, and they just dropped Julian Edelman, or not Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, mm-hmm. and so they could have traded that away for probably a mm-hmm. pretty good um, um, package, but got yeah. rid of him. But yeah, it'll be interesting seeing that division. Miami and Jacksonville just got their quarterback, so Nick Foles, newest ambassador for Lululemon, I might say as well. <laughs> that was actually something surprising that I saw. So, but we got some other free agency news around the NFL. Adrian Peterson just signed a two-year deal with the Redskins. I'm I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. He had a up-and-coming season. He 
got back on track last year versus the Redskins, so I'm excited for the next two years. Oh, and what with Case Keenum going there, too? Like, it's going to yeah. take... I mean, Washington, like... You know, last year, obviously, they had quarterback issues. I mean, if you're starting Colt McCoy, you know you have <laughs> issues. And, you know, Alex Smith, you know, hopefully he's on his way to a speedy recovery. Um, but, you know, even then, like, Washington had quarterback issues, and I think that was a lot of their problem last season. But lots of DNA in that roster. Excited to see yeah. what, what happens with him. Lots of it. Anything to add on AD, Matt? No, it's a good move. All day. Good move by the Redskins. Then D Ford to the 49ers. That's a big loss for the Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs kind of worrying me a little bit with some of the departures that they had, including with Eric Berry. Um, yeah, that was a surprising that cut. That was a big move, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll see where it's he a, lands. If he goes to the Browns. Mm-hmm. That could be big. Yeah. Please come but. to the Cowboys. Please. <laughs> Anybody come to the Cowboys. <laughs> But, like, I was just going to say as well, like, it's been, I don't know, it's been kind of interesting, like, the cuts that they've made, and, you know, like, we obviously don't know the reasoning for it, um, but it's definitely going to be interesting seeing how they go, but, I mean, with the MVP winner and Tyreek Hill, like, it's hard to exclude them from anything. Yeah, and I, I saw that if, um, for, or if Eric Berry was on the roster on Friday for the Chiefs, he would have got a $7 million guaranteed. Seven point nine million really? guaranteed, but yeah, no, not anymore. Yeah, seven point nine million. That's dang. That's a good amount. Three yeah. days out, oh, man, it's got to suck. Mm-hmm. Then we got Mark some some big moves. Mark Ingram and Earl Thomas of the Ravens. That's a, that's a good pickup for the Ravens. Yeah, Cowboys should have gotten Earl Thomas, but <laughs> price range was a little too much. Yeah, they apparently. they paid a lot for him. Yeah, just coming really off did. a broken leg. Yeah, thirty-two yeah. million guaranteed, and then what, twenty-two million in the first nine months? Yeah, yeah something like that. Like, so he just came off a broken leg, and you're offering that dude that much? Yeah, he's good. He's yeah, he's, he's a great good. player, but he's mm-hmm. he's getting old, and he just came off a broken leg. Yeah, so, I mean, so we'll see if he's worth Ravens the money. Paying for him, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. Lamar Jackson. I mean, you know, he made the Ravens look a little bit better. I still think it's the Browns' division to lose. Yeah. Um, Jackson needs to work on his throwing abilities, but yeah, he'll mean you know yeah. his first year. He'll oh yeah, get it. he got thrown in the middle of the season. You know, Flacco declining rapidly, which I'm sure you know bodes well for Denver, who said that Kyle was not tall. Who John Elway said Kyle was not tall enough to run his offense. Hey, they sent a scout out to Oklahoma today, so just because they sent it doesn't mean that they actually liked him. Especially after those public comments. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, someone's hey, a little angry at John Elway. I'm just as hurt as much, too. Those are my Broncos, and John Elway is just a terrible GM. Yeah, seriously, dude. Tell your GM to, like, please, like, get his head back to, like, a normal position because I, I mean, tried. that. Hey, yeah. John, if you're listening, you can uh, send all uh, your requests <laughs> to our media line, and we'd love to get in touch with you. And, Tell you how awful of a GM you apparently are. Ban me from the games, John. Do it. You but, won't. Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, Baltimore, though, you know, obviously Orlando Brown was pretty standout for them last year. Yeah. You know, some OUDNA there. Mark Andrews. Um, yeah, Mark Andrews, too. Um, I just think it's still a Browns division to lose, especially. I thought that before the OBJ trade, I still think it after the OBJ trade. Yeah, we'll see how the draft goes as well, see who they mm-hmm. pick up. Brown, Baltimore has a few draft picks. And then some other another not so shocking news: Blake Bortles has been cut from the Jags. Finally, <laughs> he took him to the AFC Championship game what two years ago. Then, I mean, yeah, I don't know how. Really I don't know how. Season. Yeah, they had a really bad season. This I mean, what are they going to do? Start Blake Bell at quarterback? <laughs> I mean, I they don't really have much of a backup to Nick Foles. And I mean, Nick Foles is 
You're pretty good, obviously. Super Bowl MVP. You know, but almost took him back to the Super Bowl again this year. Yeah, but I mean, I still think like I still think they should have at least tried to keep Bortles as a backup. Blake Bortles, uh, you know, put on our uh, Twitter. You know, see where's Blake gonna go? Make a game out of it. Where's Bortles gonna go? Um, can't think of a team. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably time to retire. <laughs> All right, what else we got? <laughs> Maybe maybe New York. Yeah. They don't get Haskins yeah, or Kyler. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Some of New York. Yep. Some of New York. <laughs> or, that's wa- great. or Washington. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's just make it even better. Let's just send it to Tampa Bay. Actually, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, they got Jameis. They're yeah. into Jameis. Well, I mean, they couldn't make up their minds at quarterback last season, so Yeah. Why not throw a little bit more in the mix? There you go. Alright, let's move to space. On this day, 1930, Clyde Tombaugh, I, I think that's how you say it, I don't know, announced the discovery of Pluto, which is still a planet, in my opinion. Maybe not to you guys, but it's definitely a planet. Pluto is a planet, according to NASA. We're the only ones that landed on the moon, humans at least. So, we're America, we're right. We're going to go with that. So, nice. And this message was approved by <laughs> Jacob Clements. <laughs> so... All right, hey, in 1677, the good old state of Massachusetts gains the title to Maine for a whopping $6,000. I wonder how much that is in today's money. Did you look that up? That's a lot of math. (laughs) (laughs) How much did you say, $6,000? Yeah, $6,000. I have no clue. So, well, we have our analyst experts uh, in the back in the the truck (laughs) look it up. Jacob, what's your... uh, Okay. For once, I actually have the most recent on this day, which is very surprising. Usually I go historical. Okay. But in 1975, in Dallas, Texas, (laughs) you may know them for their good chips and salsa, for baby back ribs, and a multitude of other things, including my favorite, Cajun chicken pasta. Chili's was founded on this day. The best fast casual restaurant in the world. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Oh, now I want some ribs. Uh, Their Cajun pasta is really good. Oh, yeah. And also, I mean, unlimited chips and salsa. Let's be real here, y'all. Is there a more beautiful sight in the world than unlimited chips and salsa? That is true. We are going to have to probably do a show from our local Chili's at some point. Chili's, Norman, if you're listening to this, we're coming for you. All right, in the $1,600, $6,000, what do you guys think it's worth right now? $6,000, $1,600, $2019. couple billion? I'm out. I'm not even guessing. <laughs> Guess what? Come uh, on, you're the one. This is your fact. Okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know, like five hundred k or something. $156,000. Really? Oh. Okay. That doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem right It doesn't seem right at all. all. So we probably are not going to hold up to that. <laughs> but back in 1607, yeah, there you go. It six thousand dollars. That's what can get you the title to Maine. So can I just go get a title to a state? Does it work today that way? I guess not. I think so. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. But so, maybe Rhode Island's up for grabs. Yeah, pretty small state, easy to manage. Yeah, it could be. That could be true. Family guy. Yeah. So, as our guys in the truck are continuing to look up more stats, what else do we got, Braxton? Okay, it's about 500000 Not that. 
Yeah, uh, it'd be more than that. I don't know. I don't know. The, the truck guys not, don't know what they're doing. Probably don't know, so we'll probably <laughs> stop talking about it because we're digging ourselves into our own hole. All right. Braxton, what else do we got? We all right. <laughs> well, um, the Oklahoma City Thunder played the Utah Jazz last last few days ago, mm-hmm. and then we all saw the video. Russell Westbrook get into it with another fan in Utah. The fan apparently said, told Russ to get on his knees like he's used to, and Russ told him that he would F him up, him and his wife, everyone he loves. It may have been a little out of, maybe Russ shouldn't have said that, but... I mean, I was going to say, He shouldn't have said the wife. Yeah, like, that's my thing. He shouldn't have said the wife, like, go after the guy all you want. I mean, he's the one who said it. He's the one who should feel the brunt force of it. Um, I mean, he just... I mean, I know that uh, other players have said that they've had incidents in Utah before with their fans. I mean, you know, last year, you know, we we saw current junior senator to the United States Senate, Mitt Romney, booing Russell Westbrook, the triple-double king in Utah. <laughs> and so, like, I know we have, like, a lot of players have reported Mitt issues Romney's in Utah. Fault. <laughs> it is. Um, no, but, but these, like, are, these are definitely the most racist fans in the NBA. Oh, yeah. That and the Celtics. Okay, but like, I'm just, I don't know. Boston. That, I don't know where that comes Boston in. Boston fans are so racist. I don't know where yeah, that comes in, but basically, like, Russell Westbrook should have let the guy's wife out of it. I mean, the guy. The guy got, deserved it. The guy got a ban from every single event at that place. Yes. Which is like, I'm pretty sure, like, one of the few things to actually do in Utah. And so. <laughs> so he like, has no life anymore. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to do. He can't wear his camo jazz hat anymore. That's right. so. Hey. But about that camo jazz hat, apparently they were like 37 35 bucks. They've now been marked down to $27. Dang. Well, wow. So it's the new MAGA hat. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, that can go different ways. Fan was banned. Good. And Russ was fined $25,000 by the league for his comments. Well, which, mm-hmm. for, including his wife, that's a fair thing. But yeah. what the guy said, completely racist, completely wrong. The things he also said about Russ on Twitter and other players, very racist, wrong, and very messed up. And that dude, yes, because he had an interview after the game. They interviewed and, the dude. And he lied. So that very racist and very wrong. Those are the two he words. He lied like a mofo. Messed up. Very yeah, messed I mean, up. like, I remember, I actually remember reading, reading an article. It was, like, from a member of the 95-96 Bulls or whatever when they were playing in Utah. Yeah. Something like that. They heard about... They basically had, like, similar things happen to them, no, though not to this degree. And so, like, this has obviously been a recurring problem for Utah. Yeah. When Derek Fisher's daughter got eye cancer, apparently they chanted cancer. Dude, that's, just, that's messed up. And then, yeah, Matt, or Matt Barnes say the Utah fans were awful. Um, Doug Gottlieb said the fans were awful. Just most racist, just terrible people. Well, Utah's got but, a problem. Man. And the dude's tweets, he said, go back to where you f- came from. Like you can't just do that. And then he oh, did, yeah. he everyone found him out. They found his workplace. They found his home phone. They found everything like thirty minutes on. Did the dude delete like delete his Twitter uh, after like an hour? Yeah, he made it protected. Then he deleted it. But we all got the screenshots. It's all right, dude. Hopefully that dude got fired. Hey, to that dude, the internet is forever. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. That is that true. Is wise but words. It's every time um, the Thunder play in Utah. There's just something happens with Westbrook. He's some fan leaned over, was filming him too close the first time. Yeah. Russ snapped, snapped at him. And then last time in the playoffs, you saw um, one fan was leaning over, yelling stuff at him while Russ was walking off the court. Russ stood up, fan backed off, like, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't talk that talk. Or I don't walk the walk. But, and then 
another video that surfaced yesterday or today about a fan yelling um, boy, like a derogative term at Russell Westbrook during the playoffs. Russ told him to stop. He just kept doing it. And then, yeah, just those fans are just terrible. Okay, to Utah fans, seriously, obviously it's a very vocal minority of y'all um, that are doing this right now. But, you know, for the rest of y'all, I don't step know if it's up. a minority. I don't think it's a minority of them. I think, I think it's most of them. Well, at least half. I mean, you can't blanket people like that. Yeah, but yeah. Like, it's just every time. I mean, yeah, but like even then, you know, like it's always. But you hear it from all these other players too. Just yeah. every other player says this stuff. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like just you know, for the fans that are just there to enjoy a good game, speak out. Make sure that you know you signify that you don't stand for this. So and I think a lot of Utah fans do that. Yeah, definitely the worst fans in the NBA, Utah. All right, moving on to a brighter note. We got a minute with Clements. All right, y'all. Howdy. And start the clock now. All right, y'all. So this week I'm talking about NASCAR once again. Um, what we're going to right now, we're going to California. Um, right now, the current standings. We have Bush, Logano, Harvick, Hamlin, my favorite driver, Martin Truex Jr., Larson, Amarola, Kozowski, Bush, and Stenhouse Jr. in the top 10. So far, only Bush, Logano, Hamlin, Kozlowski, and Kozlowski have wins. And so, right now, this is currently shaping off to be a great playoff race. I think that, you know, come, you know, October, November, this is going to be really great. I'm still going with Martin Truex Jr. win the championship. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. Um, hopefully, I can make it out to Texas Motor Speedway here soon. How are you going to go against the GOAT Kyle Busch? Bruh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. is the GOAT. You do not disrespect him like that. You still got 10 more seconds. Okay. You know, as well, um, I was going to say as well something that I'm very excited about coming up um, with NASCAR is kind of the new, as the, uh, new package they're testing to try and make it, um, ironically, more crash-friendly. So, because, um, uh, you know, even, you know, a NASCAR fan like myself... That's been your crashes, minute with Clements. So. <laughs> that's oh been gosh, your minute with Clements. Ran overtime, made up for that time he had last time. Oh, that's all right. Last week. All right, now yeah, moving... That's going to cut into your time for next time. <laughs> no, whatever. Away. Moving on, Kyler Murray had his pro day here. Every NFL team was here. 100 scouts, all 32 teams represented. Weighed in at 205. Did not run the 40-yard dash. Which over under was set at four four. I think he would have ran maybe a one nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at least hey, I mean at least he wasn't like Tom Brady who should have honestly looked like he ran a nine one at one point. So <laughs> Yeah, I bet he I would have taken the under and probably been a four three for sure. Yeah, I was thinking somewhere in the like four two five, four three range. Um, you know, as well. I didn't necessarily think he needed to be to need needed to run today. I mean he completed sixty one of his sixty seven passes. Only one drop. I mean, they literally pulled Charleston Rambo out of class to come catch passes for him, which was awesome because I feel like if y'all have ever seen Parks and Rec, um, like that one scene with Ron Swanson going to the barbecue, this is basically Lincoln Riley. He's like, I can do what I want. And so this is – Pro Day is like no bigger example of that because, I mean, you even had Joel Klatt saying, you know, this has really become one of the best Pro Days in the country. Um, you know, Kyler as well. Um, personally, I think he should have measured in at height just to see um, what's up and just prove everyone wrong. Um, but I don't think he needed to run the forty. You've seen the everyone's seen the games. Dude's fast. Dude won the 
Yeah, seriously. I mean, that 71-yard touchdown against Texas, you know, that where he broke those two defenders off the West Virginia game, proof is in the pudding. I mean, this dude, like, what would you rather take? A 40-yard dash that, like, you can just be like, okay, well, like, he just straight up, like, ran. He's been prepping for it. Or in a game environment where he's under stress, been throwing passes, fatigued, and he still takes off. Yeah, but we all want to see the 40-yard dash just to know. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Matt, nothing to add? No, I think, I mean, everyone says, seeing on social media, five-star five athlete. Yep. He's got all the tools. The throwing was great. I mean, really, he had a good day, and there's nothing else to prove. I mean, Kyler Murray should be number one pick. Man. Definitely. Unsung hero of Pro Day, though, Austin Seibert, man. Made some great kicks. 55 yards out. Scouts were really impressed. Um, There's actually a video where, like, after he made a kick, some, a lot of people were clapping for him. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, at the Bears, you could use a kicker. So you know, he's having fun. I saw some of his tweets, and you know, he's just poking fun. He's oh yeah. He said he quoted. He said, uh, uh, "My friend George Stoya, who works uh, for the OU Daily, tweeted out saying uh, that Ka- uh, that Austin told him, hey, 'Hey, I'm only uh, kicking today.' So no, <laughs> no, no, no throws from Austin Cyber. But hey, that's he's you know living mm-hmm. it up. Hey, maybe he'll be like Roberto Aguayo and taking first round." Tampa Bay Bucks. Whoa. Hey, maybe you can Making draft moves. draft Cybert. Hey, you never know. All right, hey. now now we're gonna talk some NBA tanking. We got one minute with marks. Minute marks. Go. Ready? All right. Hey, so I'm loving this because you know what? It's the race for Zion Williamson. Who is going to take him in? You know, who's going to be a bad enough team to take him? So they changed the rules this year in the NBA uh, draft lottery. So it's not the number one picks really or is gonna the worst team's gonna have the best overall chance to get number one pick. The worst three teams have the shot, a 14% chance of landing the number one pick. And right now that's New York, Phoenix, and Cleveland. We all know that because that is just a dumpster fires everywhere. What I'm looking for, of course, i got to mention Dallas Mavericks. They traded in the Luka Doncic and Trey Young uh, trade of last year. If the Mavericks can get that top five pick, they keep that pick and defer it that first round going to Atlanta for the next year. That's big for the Mavericks. Of course, looking ahead as they got Luka, they've got Porzingis. They want to get that top five pick, but right now they sit number six. They got a 37.2% chance of getting a top four. Um, that'll be interesting to watch, but right now, New York, Phoenix, Cleveland, Chicago, Atlanta, Dallas, Memphis, Washington, New Orleans, Charlotte are your 10 worst teams um, all trying to vie for that first round pick or for number mm-hmm. one pick so alright that was your minute with Marks now moving to our final segment who would you share a burger and brought with Clements alright I guess I'll start so alright y'all so this past Monday right you know cause obviously you know for us college students we're stressing about midterms right all that type of stuff no so what's a midterm I already took it Darn. Anyway, so I was stressing about mine, and I was like, okay, well, how can I go relieve this stress? Went looked at my movie, <laughs> went and looked at my local movie theater, saw that Captain Marvel was playing on IMAX. And, you know, I went to go see it, and I thought it was an amazing movie. And so I'm going to shout out and share Burger and Brawl with Brie Larson for being part of an excellent movie, and then hopefully leading the Avengers in into in, into an end game, so this is going to be a fun one. So a little bit unconventional, but I'm very happy about it. And I thought it was a great movie, so you should go out and see it. I feel like I just listened to a movie trailer. <laughs> this is will you fantastic. will you take me and buy me buy my ticket and my drinks and some popcorn, bro? You make your own money. <laughs> Not on this podcast. 
All right. <laughs> All right. No words. <laughs> All right. I'm sharing my burger and bra with the queen, Ariana Grande. She now has the most followers on Instagram as a woman. She's only behind Cristiano Ronaldo, and she has 146.3 million followers. Imagine if we had that many followers on our Twitter, Matt. That would be something. <laughs> Should we ask Make her? Make it happen. We'll ask her. I'll DM we'll her and her. ask her. Yeah, ask her and see. See if I can join we'll in on a song. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Ask her if she can maybe come visit. She can sing her like a new song on our podcast. That's true. Yeah, I think yeah. she is coming to Oklahoma City soon now. Oh yeah, so she is. There you go. Make it happen. Backstage mm-hmm. passes. Make it happen. Burgers and broads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Throwing it to you. All right. So hey, after this, I'm piecing out on vacation. I'm out for a while. So I'm sharing my burger and brat with a good friend of mine from the OU Women's Gymnastics team, filling in for me next time. My good friend, Jordan Draper, will be on the program filling in for me. That's who I'm sharing a burger and brought with. Because I'm piecing out and enjoying. I'm getting out of Norman, Oklahoma. This is too much wind here. I'm going south all the way to Texas where it's going to be like five degrees warmer, but there won't be wind. Let's go, baby. You mean the number one gymnast, Jordan Draper? That is right. She's going to be joining us? number one gymnast. Number one on floor and um, bars? Exactly. Oh, my God. Killing it. I can't wait. Killing it. I can't wait. I can't wait to meet her. Hey, and speaking of gymnastics, check them out Friday here in Norman against Alabama. Where Joe will compete on floor and on bars. You know what, y'all? We should link a video of her floor routine in the Twitter just so that way everyone... Can yeah, be prepared for what's happening should. next week. The guest host will do that. You'll Let's get to know it. her favorite athletes, her favorite players, her favorite food. We'll have all the all the shebang next week with Jordan Draper. Right, I'm we a, can't we can't wait. I'm excited to hear the next episode. Yeah, it's a shame you won't be here, but mm-hmm. we'll have someone better. Hey, you place. know what? At least exactly. you're not getting yeah. traded away like Braxton did a yeah. little while yeah, back. No so Lithuania. No trades. <laughs> you're just going to Texas. <laughs> I'm just going to Texas. Ah, uh, that's worse. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> he gets Tex-Mex food, not Lithuanian food. So. Gosh. Let's just, what, are we, what are we even saying anymore? But I'm peacing out, so this is, yeah, have fun next week up here in Windy City, Norman, Oklahoma. Can't wait to meet her. Can't wait. Alright, from Matt and I, thanks for listening and take care. Until next time, be with OU Women star, Jordan Draper.